Hello, everyone, and welcome to another talk. It's, uh, what, September 21st afternoon here, at least where I am. And so um, today we're going to talk about uh, melodic structures. I've been talking about melodic structures for a bit now on the channel, uh, at least in the member area. And um, so I'm going to go over some of the basic concepts in case you haven't seen those videos or heard those talks and um, but I'll start out by by playing a little bit and um, we'll uh, take it from there and I'll explain kind of the basics of what what a melodic structure is and all that as we go along here so let's start out a little playing here go back to the original tempo which was 112 and see if we can play through here a little bit. And I'm going to try to include some of these melodic structures as we go through. So see if you can keep an ear out for that in particular. Although if you haven't heard of this before, you uh, might not know what to listen for. But we'll discuss all that. Thank you. 
Okay, so um, one of the um, characteristics that I that I notice about um, melodic structures, um, maybe in comparison with other um, um, maybe note groupings or note choices, is um, is sort of um, a little bit more openness um, than maybe let's say. Um, the stepwise motion of a, of a like seven note scale, um, and even uh, pentatonic scale. So pentatonic scales are also pretty open sounding, um, but the melodic structures they kind of require you to include a uh, uh, an interval of a fourth um, when when it comes to, uh, as long as you're including the um, the inversions of the uh, of the melodic structure. So um, if you play, let's say, one note to another in the pentatonic scale, you're generally going to get whole steps and minor thirds. Um, and then if you're playing you know, a variety of types of uh, pentatonic scales, then you might have half steps and uh, major thirds um, as well. But notice that. Um, if you're going from one note to a, to the next in one of those types of um, scales, then um, then you're going to limit yourself to uh, major third being the, the largest interval. Now you could skip one and then end up with a with a perfect fourth or a perfect fifth or anything like that. Uh, Now another um, characteristic of the um, of the uh, melodic structures, um, and I mean you could really kind of come up with any sort of melodic structure, but there are, there are two basic ones and some alterations to them um, that are kind of in I say common common use, um, especially among uh, saxophone players and that that history. Um, so what was I getting at here? Okay, so you have four notes. Um, so that really helps you to work with changes. Um, so to, to have say, okay, I've got these four notes, I, I'm going to play these on this particular sound, this particular chord sound, and see if I can get it to move to the next chord sound and maybe have four notes on that. So it's really it really helps with the kind of the agility, you might say, of um, playing changes. And you can hear some of these uh, melodic structures on um, tunes like um, Giant Steps or the Giant Steps album uh, by John Coltrane. So, um, so just go over those a little bit. Um, See if I can get my uh, screen set up. So yeah, just to mention, also if I fail to do that at the beginning, this is a video on uh, the member area and also a um, podcast. So same audio, but um, as a member, uh, you get the benefit of of having it, having a video of it. Um, but of course, I'm going to keep this as uh, audio friendly as I as I can. So here's an example of a melodic structure. Mm -hmm. 
So let's say you have a C chord. So this is a C major nine. Okay, and you're looking for a sound on that, so you can say play. So here we get the major triad, and then we get a tone. So we get some stepwise motion, and then we get a, a small leap there of a minor third. All right, let me see if I can get this. That did come through, that's good. Turn that down just a little bit. Okay, I think it's this one. Just turn the volume down a little bit on it. All right, so um, I think that's good. All right, so we have this chord sound. Let me get that to sustain. So we have that, and then we can we can mix these up. So, um, so the notes are C, D, E, G, and playing on the C major. So, um, so then you can start doing the inversions of those. So now that we've done that, why don't we do a little more playing? I'm going to slow it down, um, and I'm going to try to be fairly deliberate about working those um, those in um, so that we can kind of hear them um, just to get started. And then I'll, I'll, I'll show you some other kind of things that you can can do with these as well. But you'll notice when I play through here, I'm going to adapt it a little bit to whatever um, chord there is. And I, I guess I should go a little further here and say, okay, so if you're playing a minor sort of sound, and this could be minor major seven, it could be uh, minor six, um, then you'd play more like uh, so you get the minor triad with with the four kind of sandwiched in between the flat third and the fifth. So, so that's the melodic structure on, on minor type chords. And then I'm going to adapt it for some other other chords um, as well, which which you'll hear. So try to keep your ear out for that. All right, so we'll. Dial it in here.
so it probably slowed it down a little bit too much there because we're getting some little strange sounds coming from the uh, uh, recorded uh, guitar part. So I recorded a live guitar on that. So I was a little afraid of that, but it was, it was kind of falling into uh, um, a sense that it was working out really well because um, when I when I pull it um, down or up a few beats per minute, does it doesn't seem to don't seem to hear any real issues, but um, that that guitar part sounded a little funky. So maybe if I do that again, I'll just mute that part or something. Okay, so. Um, that was a little bit distracting for me, but that's okay. Um, hopefully not too much for, for folks out there. But um, um, okay, so to go over some of these changes, so we have this chord um, B flat minor seven in the progression, right? So, so really anything that's, I actually have played through that series on some of the chords, I think E minor, at one point to um, just kind of illustrate um, the inversions and the sound of, of the melodic structures. So that's fairly straightforward. And then the E flat seven or E flat nine I'm playing, um, we can play that same um, melodic structure for the major seven that I played earlier. So um, it doesn't, have the seventh in it at all so it, it sort of works for both major seven and dominant seven we go over to a minor seven flat five okay now that flat five element there is there so we have a melodic structure and we can just lower the fifth of that right and just kind of make that little bit of a of a change to it the lower the fifth but keep keep the um, the lower tones the same so you have the root flat third four or eleven and then the flat five so that works well there and then the d7 okay now this has more of like a d7 flat nine sort of flavor to it so you could use Again, you can alter that um, melodic structure that we did with major, just lower down the, the second tone to the, the nine, and then keep the rest of the triad just as we normally would. So then we run into basically um, four, four types of melodic structures, and you can come up with a lot more, but these are... Um, uh, fundamental sort of things that can really provide you with a, a, a lot to work with. I mean, you can pretty much play uh, changes to tunes using these. I mean, you wouldn't want to do this exclusively because uh, you want to create some variety in your um, solos playing and you know, maybe use some more stepwise motion or pentatonic scales or, or different things like that. All right, so um, 
So let's just do a little more playing and we'll kind of listen for some of those elements. So I'm going to speed it up a little closer to where I recorded this at. And I'm going to try to leave that guitar in there because kind of enjoying that. And I'm going to remove the uh, midi neck just because uh, I'll do some slurring and, and things like that, which that won't pick up. So I don't want to cause any confusion there. So that gives us a little bit of an idea of um, of how that kind of fits in. Now you can also um, take this a bit further and work at um, starting from the fifth of um, of a particular chord, let's say, or even the nine, or keep. You can place these in different different uh, locations. So. So for example, if you had, um, let's go back to C major. So if you played a um, G melodic structure, notice it's the same relative kind of shape. Okay, then you can play that on the, um, on the C major seven, just get a little more um, dissonance. Okay, now if it was a dominant seventh sort of chord, then you might play like a G minor kind of melodic structure. All right, and then some of those other um, types of chords that we talked about, let's see. Um, Okay, so then you might alter that to be like a G uh, minor with a uh, flat five for the for a C seven flat nine. So. And then let's see. Let's look at or let's talk about. Um, 
C, C minor seven, flat five. Okay, this one gets kind of interesting. We can't really pick the fifth exactly because it's kind of flat five. Um, so we won't go into that one um, right at the moment. But if you're looking for something to work out on it, you could you could try the um, flat six on it. Let's see how that sounds. So you can play something like that. So again, let's play around with it a little bit here. Do a little uh, playing and I'll kind of demonstrate um, some of those those ideas as we go through here. So um, there's a little bit of something um, to just kind of check out how that that kind of works. Um, so come to some of the takeaways from uh, from this talk, we can think about uh, melodic structures to help us work through uh, some of the changes. And so the two real basic ones are. Kind of like a kind of like a C add nine, think of it that way. Um, and then a, kind of a minor eleven, um, and then trying to scramble those those up, make inversions out of them, and then um, also just changing your your note order too. Uh, or so you can play different um, different selections. Right, so I'm going to end out our talk today by um, working through or just playing a little bit more freely and I'm going to add in uh, some of those elements that we that we talked about.
but I'll take a few choruses and then uh, they'll sign off for today. Thanks for uh, listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. Let me know how all of these ideas are going for you. And um, I'll see you all in the next one. Should be back tomorrow. Um, and I think I will have a um, 
live stream on the main part of the channel uh, for tomorrow, I think at 12 o'clock. Um, so, uh, so hopefully I will uh, see you there. So if you're a podcast listener, um, check it out uh, 12 o'clock at youtube.com forward slash fretprints. That'll be um, September 22nd, 12 o'clock Eastern time. All right, everybody. Well, I'll see you all in the next one. Have a great practice session.